Hey everyone, it's Mike Rickon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Getting to Know podcast. Today we're joined by Michelle Turner, who I guess officially her title is the Senior Manager of Product Development for us up in, are you officially in Nina, Wisconsin, Michelle? Yep, our team is based out of Nina. So your team is based out of Nina. Do you physically live in like this nice house I see in the background? Where, where is that located? Well, actually, right now, I'm in Florida. I'm oh. in our home there. But yes, my home home is just north of Nina. Just north of Nina. What What is the town there? I'm trying to learn geographies in the greater valley. Oh, sure. This is a tiny little town called Shyocton. I think it's 600 people. Gotcha. Now, where are you from compared to Shyocton? Well, I've been born and raised in Wisconsin and lived in several different cities within the state, Uh, born in Milwaukee, grew up in Green Bay and Fond du Lac, and then ultimately moved up to the Valley a few years before I started my Nina career. How big is Fond du Lac? It is probably like 30,000 people. Tell me about your early times with Nina, when you joined, what you were doing, what was your start here? Sure. I initially started in customer service roles. And from there, I went into several unique projects and worked on ERP system implementations for several acquisitions, and then ultimately ended up managing the customer service functions, and then moved over to marketing type activities. And then ultimately, that led me to product development. So tell me about the ERP projects. There's a lot to be learned um, in, in projects like that, right? Yes, that was an immense amount of learning to pull all the functions together and really rebuild a system from the ground up and understanding how all that data needed to move from one piece of the system to another. And essentially, everyone had to do their job different. So that was a huge undertaking. So is that what we know today as our Oracle system? Yes, that is the Oracle ERP project. Well, that's great. That's a big project for sure. And you've been with Nina for what? All of Nina's existence? No, I'm not quite that old. I didn't. That was not an age implication. <laughs> this is my 21st year at Nina. 21st year. Wow. Good for you. What's a perfect day look like for someone driving product development for Nina? That's a good question. I don't know that there's a perfect day, but gosh, if I could pick a perfect day, it's the product that is within our capability, maybe slightly stretched. We know the market price point. We know how much we can make it for. And we can get that done in several weeks with one perfect trial. But unfortunately, so what, that does not happen. <laughs> what gets in the way of the perfect day then? Like what, what is the most likely of all of that around, you know, understanding market and understanding price point and first trial, like what is most likely to be your hurdle? Well, I think by nature, our group is optimists. So we say yes to a lot of stuff and we try to make things work with limited information. And then it just doesn't turn out as those optimists would think. And it it is more difficult to deliver on what customers really want. And it does cost more and it does take more time. So not having all of the information is definitely a detriment, but we're getting better at understanding what all those requirements are up front. And that resonates to me. I mean, in my early uh, experience with the organization, um, I love this general sense of optimism that seems to exist here. And there's a scrappiness or 
uh, a grittiness. Um, it's in line with the values that we rolled out around kind of making it happen. And I like that. It, everything can be a strength taken too far. So I, I, I hear, hear what you're saying there, but love the passion around innovation and providing solutions for the customers and, and, and moving quickly. So that's, that's great stuff. Having been with the company since 1999, what advice would the more experienced version of Michelle Turner give to the new customer service analyst joining Nina back in 1999? Mm, that's a good question. I would say the willingness to learn absolutely everything that you can and value the perspectives of people who have maybe blazed that trail ahead of you. Were you really close-minded earlier in your career, or are you just particularly good at that now? Uh, <laughs> well, hmm, that, that's a good question, too. No, I think you just, you, you don't, you have such a narrow perspective when you're first joining the company, especially as a young person. And the older you get, the more you realize you don't know and how much you value the people who have those experiences. You talked to us about having moved all over the state of Wisconsin and you've got the place in Fort Myers. Tell me a little bit more about your personal life. I have been married to Eric for 26 years and our family, I always call our family beautifully blended. We have an adult daughter who is married and she has two kids. So we have two grandbabies and then we have a 12 year old daughter that's still at home. All right. That's quite a split. Um, How old are the grandbabies? They are six and three. And what's your daughter's name? Her name is Austin. Austin. What's Austin do for fun? She loves volleyball. She's in a volleyball uh, team right now. So that is her passion during this season. Got it. Now, um, as I think we've explained in previous Getting to Know podcasts, sometimes there's a bit of a lag between the time that we record these and the time they get out. I think right about now we're getting into the holiday season by the time that this goes out. But in real life, school has probably just recently started. Is Austin back physically she in is. school? She, she is. is. Um, yeah. And she's actually in a homeschool group and she meets weekly with her peers and she is already in her sixth week of school. Wow. That's an early start for Wisconsin. But they have a nice long break and during the holidays and then they are out earlier in the spring. What else do you guys do for fun besides uh, go to volleyball games and head down to your place in Florida? Well, we love anything with water. So if it's the pool or the beach or our vacations, we'll, we'll revolve around some sort of water type thing. Uh, I keep myself busy with gardening in the summer. So from summer to fall, I my free time is typically in the garden. Does Eric help out in the garden or he's got other things going on? No, he's made it pretty clear that his involvement in the gardening is when it's time to eat everything that comes out of it. That's good. I'll keep him healthy. <laughs> Right? Keep our healthcare costs down, right? Yes. That's good. That's good. So as we head into the holidays, what do the holidays look like in the Turner family? They are very active and very festive. I think last year I maybe put up five trees. All right. I think that was a little crazy, but... Are those real trees or are those artificial trees? I I actually had to go to artificial trees because with my schedule, it's just too hard to keep them alive and to put them up early and then I can stage them. So Yeah. What's too early for the Christmas music to start in your mind? Well, I hate to admit this, but when I put my songs on shuffle on my phone and a Christmas one comes up, I just let it play. 
You know, I have I have that too. And while I probably shouldn't say this on the Getting to Know podcast, oftentimes it's the Carpenter's Christmas that Ooh. ends up jamming on my phone, which does not fit in with anything else. But my mom like always had that on, and so I have that downloaded. <laughs> it's 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 terrible. I get a lot of weird looks when I'm like jamming at a light. <laughs> Carpenter's Christmas comes on, but yeah, I let it play through. My favorite Christmas is Pentatonix. So if that co- it happens to come on in my shuffle, I just let it go. Typically, whenever I start putting the Christmas trees up, Christmas music is on. Are you a baker? Like, do you make the cookies yeah. and the fudge and all that stuff? Yes. So yes. the house is also full of a ton of treats, cookies and baked goods and all kinds of stuff. Do you make any cheese curd for Christmas? Is there such a thing as like Christmas uh, style cheese curd? Because I I hope the answer to this is yes. I don't think that there is. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. That's kind of a staple. That's not a special thing for us. It's just an everyday thing. You guys living in Wisconsin don't know how lucky you are that that's just a staple (laughs) in your life. So where do you get your cheese curd fixed when you're down in Fort Myers? We were so excited to find that there were Culver's locations here in the Fort Myers area. So that is where we go. I totally understand that excitement. They just started popping up in the greater Atlanta area as well. And it's the only place that we can find those here too. And I will drive a long way to get them. (laughs) So Austin's a big volleyball player. Um, Are you and Eric sports fans more broadly than that? Well, I'd like to say I'm more of a fair weather football fan. The older I get, the less I really hate the cold and sitting outside at a Packer game. So yeah. it's I enjoy them, but I honestly enjoy them more at home. Gotcha. Are you bigger Packers fan than Badgers fan? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes, yeah. we are. And bigger Packers than Brewers or Bucks or... Outside of football, we are not huge sports fans. And I know that you're a huge baseball fan, but I get bored. Everyone who knows me, I get bored at a baseball game. A lot of people say that. A lot of people say that. I understand. What about music? Are you into music or dancing or art? Any any of that? Yeah, I'm a huge lover of music of all different genres. And in fact, in college, I was a music major. Really? What instruments do you play? Um, Mostly woodwinds. Woodwinds, is that horns? No, that would be brass. And woodwinds would be saxophones, clarinets, oboes, bassoons, those those instruments. All right. So you like all different genres. What was your first ever concert? That takes me back. Honestly, oh, it was probably Michael Bolton. Oh, yes. we have, That's a great call. Great hair. We have yeah. a... Uh, United Steelworkers uh, representative named Michael Bolton. He looks nothing like him. He's a lovely <laughs> gentleman. But, you know, I have calls with him every now and then, and, and it takes me back to your first concert. It's, uh, <laughs> it's spectacular. Okay, so at the end of every Getting to Know podcast, Michelle, we hit our participants with three questions, very specific questions. I'm going to hit you with those right now. I'm ready. All right, so... What is always in your refrigerator, regardless of which refrigerator it is, whether it's just north of Nina or in Fort Myers, Florida? Our refrigerator, regardless where we are, will always have fresh strawberry jam. And do you like cart the strawberries or the jam down from Wisconsin to Florida and vice versa? Or 
Are you making it on site? What's what's the deal? No, I will make huge batches in the spring from strawberries and then freeze it and bring down what I can take with me. Out of your own garden? Well, unfortunately, the strawberries didn't turn out this year, so I did have to buy them from a local farmer. So you're a fresh preserver. Yes. I like it. All right. So amongst those that, that know you well, what would you say you're most famous for? I am most famous for all of the journaling that I do. I journal every single vacation, every single Christmas, every single school year. And then I write letters to my kids and grandkids every Mother's Day. It's very nice. It's very nice. Now on the journaling, do you let people read these journals? I do. And there are times that we will then question the accuracy because, of course, they're from my perspective. Sure. I I appreciate the uh, self-awareness there. (laughs) So what are you most looking forward to right now? Right now, given the crazy times that we are living in, I am most looking forward to being able to hug people and shake their hands without it being socially awkward. True that. It's a weird world right now. That's for sure. Totally agree. Well, Michelle, thanks again for spending some time with us today on the Getting to Know podcast. I've certainly enjoyed getting to know you. Uh, I hope you have a great time down there in Florida with your family. And uh, again, thanks for the time. Thanks for everything that you're doing to help drive uh, the agenda here for Nina. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity. You bet. Listening audience, thank you for joining us yet again. Hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about Michelle, and we'll hit you again in a couple weeks.